Welcome to another episode of Two Peas on a Podcast. Counting down movies, music, TV, and pop culture. One top five at a time. And now, here are the two peas. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome into another episode of Two Peas on a Podcast. We got a, a special episode, but I got a I got a good dude here, man. So I got a, a special guest on the show. You know, we do t- we do fun top fives every week, most weeks, and we bring in a guest host, usually in the podcasting community or somewhere thereabouts. Usually, sometimes I have friends of mine that that live local that come over to the house and stuff like that. But this dude's interesting because he's been a fan of the show for a couple years and. I just love interacting with him on social media. He's literally just a listener and a fan of the show, which has really never happened where I've had a listener on the show. It's happened a couple times, but my buddy Michael, who I work with, is local. And then a friend of mine, Lauren, that works at Disney World, has been on with me for a couple Disney-themed episodes. But aside from that, I'm having an actual fan on the show and a patron of the show to talk about sandwiches tonight. And I'm going to let him kind of tell you why we're doing that, because he pitched this to me. He says Memorial Day, but I feel like it's been like a year. But real quick, say hey to Matt. So Mr. Matt Lewinsky, a fan and listener and patron of the show, is here to discuss our favorite sandwiches. Matt, what's up, brother? Hey, Gerald. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. Tell the people now, and this might be a bit of contention for you and I as, as friends here. Uh, you said Memorial Day? We, we talked about this initially, which would have been in May, right? Yeah. You were asking for suggestions for topics, and you were, everyone's giving you pop culture, uh, music, yeah. movies. And I sat there and I said, well, why can't we go outside the bounds? Why can't we talk sandwiches? And you sort of started picking on me for it. And it's become our running dad. I did, man. And then uh, let's, let's get this out of the way at the top, too, because... I mean, we have fun, right, man? So, you know, we're, we're buddies via social media or what have you, but... Uh, we kind of have, yeah, absolutely. We have, we have fun with each other. So anytime Matt brings up sandwiches or really food of any kind over on his Facebook or whatever, I just immediately find the the stupidest hot dog gift that I can find because, you know, I, I, I'm going to come clean and tell you real quick, Matt, I do not consider a hot dog a sandwich. Why are you starting so soon with this, man? However, you're going to be going all night on just hot dogs, aren't we? <laughs> no, but I just love I just love throwing that in there because I know it just gets under your skin. So you want to get this out of the way at the top. So a hot dog is not a sandwich, right? We're not doing that. A hot dog is not a sandwich. <laughs> Some people I don't care how many people on the on the fan group say it is. It's not. Yeah, that's cool. Hey, I, I'm you know, like I said, I'm with you there, but it's it's so fun for me. I almost wanted to make it my number one just because I want to see your face. <laughs> Uh, but it's but it's not on my it's, it's not on my list, man. So all right, so we're doing top five sandwiches. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to take you out over there, man. If COVID doesn't do it, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Damn, Gerald ain't pulling back tonight. 
<laughs> I'm just kidding, man. I love you. So uh, f- f- when you're coming up with your favorite sandwiches here, man, um, you know, this is interesting because I asked my wife uh, earlier when I knew we were recording it and I was kind of like, what are you know, what are some of your favorite sandwiches? And she did this thing where, which I had not thought of, but she started listing like specific like menus, like actual restaurants and like, you know, the way they make certain sandwiches. Did you get very, very specific with your list or is it more general? Mine's more general, but it had to be something I've actually eaten. You know, I know there's a lot of good sandwiches out there, but I just haven't tried them yet. Right. These are ones that are like my go-tos. Right, right. I, I'm kind of the same way. I didn't do that. And when she started going that, I was like, oh, I wonder if I should think of like the best version of this sandwich that I've had. But I I didn't do that, though. So I just have kind of generally speaking, I did 10 because, you know, I'm on the peas. So I got five honorable mentions and I got five, my five favorite sandwiches here. So, you know, this is funny. It's an interesting time for the show, too, Matt, because we just did our um, favorite holiday foods with my buddy Nick, who just started his own um, cooking podcast. So that was a lot of fun, and then it got me thinking. I'm like, well, I need to fucking lay down sandwiches with Matt because I've been talking about that forever. So here we are, man. So top five, our favorite sandwiches. Matt, you want to go first, man? You want to give me? Uh, you want to give me your number five, brother? All right, man. My number five is my Christmas leftover sandwich. Okay. Now a lot of people sit there and they go, you know, it's got to be this name or this type, but day after Christmas. We're sitting there. We got ham. We got kielbasa. We got all sorts of good food lying around. And I'll take some pumpernickel bread. Mm-hmm. I'll toast it up with some butter on it. Put a little of the uh, homemade ground mustard I make. Mm-hmm. And I'll take take a nice little piece of kielbasa, cut in half, lay it on there. Mm-hmm. Put some horseradish. Put some ham. Maybe a pickle, peppers. Okay. And then I put it on my panini press. Okay. And I'll cook it for a few minutes. All right. And that is just like the most delicious thing I eat on holiday time. So it's never, so is it very year to year then? No, this is very, very traditional. It's okay. been something my brother and I have been doing since probably the early 90s. Okay. So you're just calling it Christmas leftover sandwich, huh? Yes, I am. Sounds good, man. I like that. I, uh, I like, you know, when you can get like frugal with stuff you got around the house too. Which is probably going to come into play a little bit with a couple of my sandwiches too, just because they're so easy to throw together, you know. So you have this big spread at Christmas time or Thanksgiving, and you just throw all the leftover shit on a couple pieces of bread, and you have a you have a homemade sandwich there. So I like that. Exactly. Right. And then around Easter, we uh, we do similar spread, but then we'll throw like eggs on our sandwich because we have hard boiled eggs for Easter, or you know, whatever holiday, whatever extra stuff we have, we throw it on there. Okay, I'm into it. So. Get into my list here, Matt. Uh, you know, we're buddies, like I said, so I know you you might ridicule me. That's fine. I, I'm pretty basic for the most part. Like, mine are pretty popular, kind of like middle-of-the-road sandwiches that you could pretty much find anywhere for the most part. So, but one of them is kind of surprising, really, to me even, <laughs> but to a lot of people that I like this this sandwich. But it's so simple, and I can remember my grandmother, who's passed on, Used to make a homemade recipe, and uh, of course she's not around anymore, so I have to get the store bought stuff. But I still, I still enjoy it, and it also brings me nostalgia from my mama making it for me. But she used to make homemade pimento cheese. Now you should do a pimento yeah. cheese sandwich. You in, are you into pimento cheese? I am not. That's something my father ate all the time. Our house, our house stunk of it. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know why I like it. Like, cause when I when I know what's in it, and you know, it has like the olive pits and like all this weird shit. Like, I don't like that stuff on its own. <laughs> so I don't know why I dig it, but I think I don't know. It just doesn't taste like any of the stuff that's incorporated in it, which is strange to me. But it's also comforting to me because, like I said, from the nostalgia part from from my grandmother making it for me. But I like to put it on uh, just white toast and just spread the pimento cheese on there. I love pimento cheese in different uh, facets too. Like I like a pimento cheese dip. Sometimes I'll get the you know store bought pimento cheese and I'll dip like crackers in it and make like a little kind of appetizer with it. But yeah, I just I shouldn't like it. I shouldn't like it because of what it you know uses to make it. But I always have. So a, a nice pimento cheese sandwich is my number five, man. Hey, I'll, I'll give you that for the nostalgia. But you know, half your audience right now is throwing tomatoes at their uh, <laughs> podcast players. <laughs> They're like pimento cheese, five sandwiches, and he picks pimento cheese. I'm sorry, guys. All right, man. Uh, <laughs> we're over to you for your four. What's your number four sandwich? All right, my number four is a hamburger. Oh man, you know what? I didn't. Do, I didn't do this. I didn't do this. This is my wife's first answer. She goes, "It's a cheeseburger," and I'm like, "Oh well, that's not a sandwich. That's, that's its own thing. That's a burger." No, no, no. It's a sandwich. You got two pieces of oh, bread. Man. Now I wish I had done that. Okay. You grill them up. You put a little mayo on there, a little cheese, put your burger on there, some lettuce, tomato, caramelized onions, ketchup, mustard. Stack that thing high. Serve it with some French fries. You got yourself a damn good sandwich any day of the week, and it takes you five minutes to make. I'm not disagreeing with you. I guess I just didn't. I just didn't test the waters and put it on my list, but I did consider it, and uh, I love a good cheeseburger. Where's that? What do you? Can you think off the top of your head like what your favorite like cheeseburgers like from what restaurant? I mean. That you've had, or or even maybe uh, even maybe your favorite fast food burger. Even see, I make I make really good homemade burgers. Yeah, I I make them meatloaf style. Oh, okay. But if I were to go out, uh, I like Big Boy. Yes, yeah, we don't have those here, so I, I've never had Big Boy. But I've heard great things about it. We do have a place here called uh, in the South. I mean, called uh, Bad Daddies, and they do. I don't know if you guys. I don't know if you guys have that concept, but they're just a, a burger bar and they do that thing where it's like gourmet burgers and you can get all different, you know, kinds with different variations and cuisines and stuff. But I, you know, I'll go in there and I feel like a prick because they have all these like really elaborate ones and I'll just be like, yeah, I'll just have the cheeseburger. <laughs> you know, I just get a cheeseburger with like ketchup and mustard on it. But, um, but it's really good. I mean, they do really good. They have bison burgers if, if you want that as well. So. But yeah, nice. sounds like we got a place to go to when uh, I come down to visit. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. So I'm glad you did burger. I'm glad I got a shout out. I just, I don't know. I kind of avoided it because you were so like, you know, pissed at me about the hot dog thing. I didn't want to stir the pot, you know? Hey, you know what? There's a difference between a bun and a and burger. Two you pieces know? of bread. Right. No, I get it. I got you. I'm with you. I'm with you, man. So, uh, all right. So let's. I pissed him off with with the pimento cheese, right, man. So let's keep let's keep that anger train rolling for my listeners that that eat sandwiches. Look, guys, uh, I talked about this on an episode a few months ago because the king of rock and roll came up, Mr. Elvis Presley. We did our favorite Elvis songs with my buddy Justin from over at the Epic Film Guys, and uh, I ate that sandwich for that episode. But it's a peanut butter and banana sandwich, which is known to be Elvis's favorite food. And you can grill it. You can put a little butter on the on the on the bread and throw it in the pan and grill it. You know, uh, you don't have to, but you can. But I love me a peanut butter and banana sandwich. Another one that harkens back to nostalgia because 
my mother was notorious for, you know, we weren't, you know, we didn't have a lot of money growing up. My mother was notorious for just, ha- we always had bananas in the house. Like I, to this day, I don't know why, but there was always so many fucking bananas in our house and she would buy them probably cause they were cheap, I guess. And we would have them for breakfast and take them to school with us. And, you know, cause they're easy to peel and eat whenever you're ready as a snack. So we, it was just always peanut butter and banana in our house. So we never had to worry about starving because as long as we had bread, we had enough to make one of my favorite sandwiches, the peanut butter and banana sandwich. And, you know, the fact that I just think of the king too, you know, Elvis just pounding them there on the toilet or whatever. Uh, There's nothing better than a good peanut butter sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. So do you ever, have you done the peanut butter banana combo? I've done it a couple times, but I like just taking a straight banana and dipping into the peanut butter yeah. like people do celery. There you go. Yeah. And I can, I can do that too, but uh, not not so much on a sandwich. But yeah, peanut butter and banana is it for me, man. You know, if you ever, next time you want to do it, brother, uh, grill it. So put, you know, butter the bread Ooh. and grill it in the frying pan uh, with peanut butter and banana. It kind of becomes kind of like almost liquid almost. Um, it's delicious, man. It's del- It's messy. But it's delicious. So peanut butter banana is my number four. And I don't know if they're still mad at me or what, but um, what are you going to do? I mean, these are the sandwiches I eat over here. I mean, if anybody's seen my physique, if anybody's seen my physique, they're not really thrown off at this point. They're like, okay, this this checks out. This makes sense. All right. So that's my number four, man. You shouldn't be mad. <laughs> What's your number three, brother? You had, uh, let's see, you had an Xmas leftover sandwich. You had a, a good old-fashioned hamburger. And now what's your number three? My number three, I'm going into the dessert category, Gerald. I'm really going over the place with this, on considering how we've been talking. Mm-hmm. I'm going straight into the freezer, grabbing mm-hmm. a nice little strawberry ice cream bar sandwich. I thought about this one too. See, I thought you were going to be a hardline stickler for stuff like this because I did. <laughs> I did think of of ice cream sandwich, you know, because you know you get the little like fifty cents ice cream sandwich from the ice cream truck, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, just melts and gets fucking all of your fingers and shit, but it's delicious. Uh, and I just don't have those as much anymore. You know, like I used to have them like literally every day for like 10 right. years when I was a kid. Uh, but I just don't eat them anymore, but I do love them. So you meant, what'd you mean? You said strawberry? Strawberry. Yeah. I forgot about them for the longest time. And that, cause I've been on a diet, lost a lot of weight. But when I met my girlfriend, she really likes ice cream sandwiches. Mm-hmm. So she'd have them always in the freezer. And then from time to time, I just start grabbing them and be like, Oh yeah, I forgot how good these are. Wow. Yeah. And when we started making the list, I'm like, I never said it had to be strictly a savory sandwich. Let's go dessert. Right. It's got a sandwich in the title. What are you gonna do? You know? I did think about this one too, though. Just in fairness, I just want to come clean and tell you that. I did think about this one uh initially when I was like writing down a bunch of sandwiches that were coming to my mind. Uh, but I stick more to a hard I stuck more to a hard line, you know list so i got you in line didn't i I know man you got me checked over here all right brother uh so let's see what i'm doing my number three now right okay so my number three um is a classic that i get whenever i can like when i order takeout you know so if there's a place that my wife and i or my family is like let's get some let's get takeout let's pick something up we don't really want to cook tonight or whatever i'll check and i'll see do they have this on the menu and i always give it a shot now, with that being said, if I have it the first time and it's like from from said restaurant and it doesn't blow me away, then I'm not going to get it from them again because it has to be made just right. And what I'm talking about is the Philly cheesesteak, buddy. So I love me a good Ooh, Philly cheesesteak sandwich. Uh, I don't like mushrooms, though, so mine would not have mushrooms, but I would definitely have the grilled peppers and onions. Lots of cheese. What is wrong with you that you don't like mushrooms? 
You know what, man? I <laughs> it's funny as my wife says too. But there's there's only a few foods that I just won't touch, and they and here they are. Are you ready? Uh, mushrooms, yeah. olives, which <laughs> I know pimento cheese is my number five, guys. I get it. Uh, olives, uh, mushrooms, and avocado. I can't do. I don't know if it's because of the sliminess of those foods of those three things, but I just can't. I can't mess you, with those. You yeah. can make a nice little. Uh, Side salad with all the, all three of those, man. Those sound really good together. <laughs> yeah, or a guacamole or something, right? Um, exactly. Yeah, but you know the Philly cheesesteak. I'm definitely doing the grilled peppers and onions, you know, and a lot of cheese and a lot of mayonnaise yeah. on on mine. Uh, and, but it's what kind of cheese you use. Uh, well, I mean, usually it's being made for me. So t- frankly, I don't know, but I want to say mozzarella or uh, what's the fucking? Um, I'm not a big fan of Swiss, but what's the other one? The uh, Provolone? Yeah, provolone. There you go. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, provolone. Are you using the cheese Swiss? <laughs> no. I, I mean, if I was making it, probably yes. But I, I've never, <laughs> I've never made a Philly cheesesteak for myself. If I'm, I don't, I don't think I've ever even done the steakums really that you can buy at the store, um, which is probably a Gerald, good thing. Gerald, you're a fat guy like me. How have you never done the steakums? <laughs> no, I would have not done that. Maybe I should do that. Um, but it was usually being prepared for me, so I want to say mozzarella or provolone probably most of the time. But, you know, if it's not done right, it's like just it's not even remotely good even, let alone in my top five sandwiches. But, you know, uh, Permani Brothers in Pennsylvania, I've had from them before. Absolutely amazing. Actually, down here in the south, there's and I don't know, maybe you guys have it, too. But Jersey Mike's um, is a pretty, Jersey Mike's. OK, so, you know, Jersey Mike's. Yeah. So they're a popular sub chain and they have a really, really good one, too. And sometimes I'll get the chicken Philly from them too, which is the same concept, but they used uh, they use thinly sliced chicken meat. Uh, but yeah, so is that pretty good? Because I've always looked at it. Oh, it's amazing! I love it, and it's you know supposedly quote unquote healthier for you. Which I mean, come on, it's I mean it's being prepared on the damn skillet it's, or whatever. But. It's dripped in cheese. Right. It's very healthy. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, but it's good. I mean, it's definitely a good alternative, and I like I like a good chicken Philly too if it's done right. Again, if you if the spices are off and like the cheese, there's not enough cheese, not enough mayonnaise. Like you know what I mean? It's just not good. But if it's done right, it's like awesome, and it's. That's why it's my number three sandwich, the Philly cheesesteak. You're a fan of uh, Philly steaks, yeah? Of course. Yeah, of course, man. But I figured you had it on your list, so I didn't put it on mine. All right, cool, man. Well, that's good. A little variety. I like it. Uh, let's see. Oh, man, you got I can't believe you threw the ice cream sandwich curveball. I mean, I don't know what you're going to bring <laughs> here. What you're going to bring here for your runner-up, man. What do, you, what do you got at your number two over there, brother? Uh, my number two is very, very controversial because I'm sure a lot of people think it's going to be number one. Ooh. But I, I would pick... A good old BLT. Okay, I got a little. I got a little something to tell you about that one when you come around for a second. BLT. All right. All right. So yeah. Uh, so I, I, go, I, go ahead. What I like to do, man, I like to take a nice thick piece of sourdough, uh-huh. spread some guacamole mayo on there. Oh, okay. Get some nice crispy bacon, mm-hmm. some fresh bit, uh, Boston lettuce, a couple pieces of tomato, a little bit of cheese, and some red onion. And then you just press that down, make another panini type sandwich out of it. But it is like a great BLT. Hmm. You got a BLT O there because you put a little onion in there, huh? Mm-hmm. All right, all right. I'll, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you go on that though. Uh, well, the th- the thing <laughs> the thing with the BLT for me is I absolutely love the BLT. Definitely one of my favorite sandwiches. It's right outside my top five, and the reason it's right outside my f- top five is because of what's coming up for me. At my number two, so I guess we'll just kind of double up here on the conversation. But my my yeah, number fine. my number two to kind of piggyback on your BLT pick in 
please, I want everybody to make sure everybody's sitting down for this, okay? Now, when we get over to the fan feedback, Matt, I don't know if you saw any of that earlier, but there's some weird shit on I there, guys. Uh, <laughs> there's some weird shit on there, guys. So hopefully they don't think this is too weird. But I, much like my peanut butter and banana pick, this is a sandwich that the stuff for it was always around. From as far back as I can remember, my folks had mayonnaise in the fridge and tomatoes. So I would make a tomato sandwich with mayonnaise, salt, and pepper. Uh, and that's it. Sandwich. What's that? I love a good tomato sandwich. There you go. So I, I don't know. I just, I feel like, you know, the BLT is much more elaborate, right? You gotta, you gotta have, you gotta cook the bacon. You gotta have the fucking lettuce ready. You know what I mean? So like as a kid, I'm not going to do all that shit. You know what I'm saying? But sure. I'll slice up a tomato or in some cases, my mother already had them sliced in the fridge and I'll throw them on there. Now you got to put some salt and pepper on there. You know, you got a salt and pepper, the tomatoes. And you can do it with uh, bread or you can do it with toast. You could toast the bread or you could leave it untoasted. Uh, And nothing else. Nothing else. Now, with that being said, Matt, that's the only reason I didn't put BLT in my top five because I felt like it was too similar to my tomato and mayonnaise pick. They're very similar sandwiches, just kind of without the meat. Um, But I'll. Now, when you were getting your tomato sandwiches, were you going out to the backyard and picking one from the garden or were you actually having to go to the store and buy one? Well, both, but my grandmother uh, that I spoke of before that made homemade pimento cheese, she did have a garden and she did grow tomatoes in the season when they were in season. And she would, we, she kept us with, that's why we had them because <laughs> there were fucking tomatoes everywhere. Uh, now I don't know. Yeah, the, that's how we were too. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know the season for tomatoes, but I want to say it's like spring and summer. So, um, spring, yeah. like, that, I'd say like June to like September. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to say like in the winter and like colder months, we would have to, you know, buy them, but I, I still had them throughout, right. throughout the year all the time. But yeah. So I love tomato. I mean, tomatoes is one of my favorite like vegetables anyway, or I guess fruit, depending on what uh, school of thought you're in there. Oh, let's not get into that. Argument. I know that's a whole other thing. Top five fruits <laughs> for tomatoes. On there. Um, but yeah, but I, but I do love tomatoes. And like I said, it's so simple, man. You know, so the peanut butter. So it's funny because I'm as I'm talking to you, I'm realizing this, but I didn't really realize it when I wrote my list because I just put down my favorite sandwiches. Right. But what I'm realizing is like with with the pimento cheese, the peanut butter and banana and the uh, tomato and mayonnaise and then what is ultimately going to be my number one. So four out of my five were just constantly being made in my house as a child. And I'm just realizing that as I'm going through this countdown with you. So that's pretty cool. I still eat them today. Yeah, yeah. And I still eat them today, too, you know, 40 years later or whatever. So. Uh, I don't know. It's and I'm thinking crazy. I got your number one peg from it. It's kind of crazy, but anyway, you probably do. Uh, all right, man. So that's <laughs> <laughs> so you had BLT, and then I had tomato and mayonnaise, which is similar. But you know, you're you're, you're doing the BLT over your BLTO. You're doing over there, Matt. I might put BLTO down here. Uh, but. That's fine. Before we get to number one, I got to tell you about my uh, sure, BLT. Yeah. Best place to go is there's a place up in a little uh, shopping center called Birch Run, Michigan. Mm-hmm. It's called it's called Tony's. Okay, and they will make a bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich with like two pounds of bacon on it. Mm. Damn. So, like you know, before before everyone got all health conscious and uh, decided that wasn't good, yeah. you know, you go up there, you pay five bucks, you get two pounds of bacon on a sandwich. You're still taking half of it home, but <laughs> you have like the best greasiest sandwich you ever ate. Right, right. Well, it sounds delicious, man. I eat. I just wish I wasn't so fucking lazy, Matt. I make make BLTs around the house a little raw. 
<laughs> Do you know what I mean? But that's much like yeah. the, just like the Philly cheesesteak. Like if somebody's making it for me, I'll kill it all. If, if BLT's on the menu and you're making it for me, you're preparing it for me. Absolutely, well, let's do it. But I just don't have the stuff to make it on a regular basis with my kids and like the whole. You know what I mean? It's just. But I do love a BLT, uh, and the tomato mayonnaise is probably one of the reasons why I'm so I have such a close connection to that sandwich too because they're very similar in my mind. Uh, I always, whenever I do make a BLT for myself, I always do mayonnaise, always do salt and pepper. Um, so you know, again, it's very similar to my, to my tomato and mayonnaise, just without the bacon, basically. Um, all right, man. So we're up, we're up to our number ones, brother. And, uh, I think the fans may know mine since I'm doing like nostalgia, a heavy boner over here. Uh, let's start with you, brother. Where do you got your number one over there? All right. My number one is sort of like your cheesesteak is your, uh, determination if a restaurant's good or not. This is how I determine if a sandwich place is good. Mm -hmm. And it's a Reuben. Okay. Just classic, traditional Reuben. You know, it's got it's got to have you know the sauerkraut, the Swiss cheese, the corned beef, and then the only thing I will do different than a normal Reuben is they usually use Russian, but I'll use Thousand Island dressing just because I like all the uh, egg and the pickle in it. I mean, the only thing I really uh, like on that sandwich that you just described, Matt, is Thousand Island. I just can't do a Reuben, man. I, the sauerkraut. What is wrong with you, Carol? <laughs> I have problems. But this, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. But the sauerkraut, I, I can't do. I don't know. Is What does that even taste like? Just give me a, your, what, what, how would you describe sauerkraut to somebody you're trying to get to taste it for the first time? Heaven. Okay, well, that's not going to work like on heaven. me. That's not going to work on me because then I'll smell it. I'll be like, this is not, <laughs> this can't be what heaven smells like. Well, it's, see, I'm Polish and I grew up eating sauerkraut all the time. So well, that's it's just fair. normal to me. That's fair. Okay. All right. Look, Ruben got some shout outs online. I know it's probably one of the more popular sandwiches in American history. I just can't, I don't know. It just doesn't appeal to me. Do you know what I mean? I've, I've had some downright nasty ones that I've actually got up and walked out of restaurants on and not even paid. I'm like, no, this is not, not good. Damn. You Why go, are you, you serving claiming you can make a Reuben? You damn, you ghosted him, huh? You just, you did, mm -hmm. the, you did the old dine and dash. eh? Well, what's funny is then like six months later, I go apply for a job there. They look at me and they're like, are you the guy that walked out? I'm like, yeah, I'll make you better Rubens than uh, your last cook did. That's why I'm here. I'm trying to fucking help you guys. Oh, mm -hmm. man. Oh, man. Well done. All right. So Ruben is your number one. I'll have you wrap up your list and give your honorables here in a second. But my number one, did you want to give your guess? You probably know it. All right. My guess was a simple bologna sandwich. No, but I, oh, God, I do fried bologna, dude. So fried bologna yeah. with mayonnaise on fucking, like, but no. But I, that's good, though. You bring back some memories with that one, too, because we also did that back in the day. But my number one is a good old fashioned grilled cheese, brother. A grilled, oh, of course, another one. Yeah, a grilled cheese sandwich. Now, truth be told, when I was young and my mom uh, would make these for me, my sister, or I, eventually I would be making them when I was old enough, you know, it was usually the processed cheese, right, that you would buy at the grocery store and stuff. As I've graduated throughout, you know, years in my life, and I still have this sandwich frequently, there's so many different things you can do, so many different kinds of cheese to begin with. You can put bacon on it. You can put tomato on it. You can. I've got this new thing that I actually saw on uh, a cooking show on the Food Network, like a few, like a few years ago, and I tried it out. And again, there's a little more work involved, but after doing it a few times, it's fucking amazing. But what you do is instead of using butter, 
you spread mayonnaise on the outside of the bread, on the outside when you grill it. And you grill it in the pan with the mayonnaise and you allow the mayonnaise to crisp or toast the bread, grill the bread, and, you know, of course, melt the cheese. And that's a very interesting, uh, unique cooking method for grilled cheese that I just tried for the first time, you know, a few months ago. At COVID, you're doing all How'd kinds it turn of out? It turned out great. I fucking love it. I, I'm I'm weird with mayonnaise though, so I love mayonnaise. But uh, I'm just thinking though that's that smell from the mayonnaise has got to be uh, a little off putting when you're cooking it. It is, it is, and that's the funny thing. But then when you taste it, you're like, well, that's pretty good. Um, but I would never would have thought of that. I just saw it on a cooking show, and I was like, let me try this. But yeah, you know, I put pepper jack on there. You can gr- do a grilled pepper jack. You can do you know Colby cheddar. You could, I mean, you could do all kinds of shit. I've done it with, uh, you know, bacon. Like I said, I used to put, you know, I was talking about doing the tomato and mayonnaise sandwiches. So then I used to marry these together where I would have, you know, tomato and uh, mayonnaise with, with grilled cheese. And I would just fucking put it all in one sandwich, you know. I never did the banana grilled cheese. Well, I haven't done that. Um, yeah. I like throwing uh, all the spicy peppers on there and making a good grilled yeah, cheese. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So grilled cheese for me, man, is is my number one. It's I feel like it's a classic. You, just, you did a nice cup of tomato soup there. You dip in the fucking soup. You do the whole thing. So uh, that's got to be my favorite sandwich. And, you know, my kids love it, too. So I get to make it for my kids, which is cool because, you know, when you have young kids, you eat what they don't eat. <laughs> so I make a fucking grilled cheese yeah. on purpose because I know they're not going to finish it. I'm like, all right, I got a half a grilled cheese coming to me here in about 10 minutes. So. Um, that's what I do. All right, man. So, uh, you're on the peas brother. So I know you got some honorable mentions. What sandwiches do you have over there that didn't make your top five, but that you want to shout out? All right, man. Uh, let's see. My number six would have been a grilled cheese. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah. My number seven was a breakfast sandwich. Like anyone you can get at one of the fast food places. Mm -hmm. Uh, my number eight, was a uh, pulled pork sandwich. Oh, good one. Oh, I can't believe I didn't think of that in North Carolina, too. What the hell is wrong with me? Uh, we, do a fucking, know, we do a fucking mean uh, pulled pork down here. I don't know what I was thinking about that one. You, you guys do it with that mustard sauce, too, don't you? Yeah, we do. Well, I like mine that's sweet, but yeah, we do. Yeah, it's good. So that's some good stuff right there. Uh, my number nine was my Thanksgiving version of my Christmas sandwich. Okay. Because I make... I make uh, Waffles out of the stuffing. Oh, okay. And then I make my sandwich in between that. And then my number 10 was a tuna salad sandwich. Oh, I love it. I got a, a similar uh, spin on that here in a second. So my number six would have been the BLT, which you mentioned. My number seven would have been a, would have been a shrimp po' boy. Now, Ooh, uh, never had those. Oh, okay. Well, they're delicious. And again, so many different variations can be done of this. But, uh, and I've had a, quite a few different variations. I, th- I want to say it was a sandwich that uh, originated, originated in New Orleans. So uh, it's got that kind of Cajun flair to it. But okay. I, when, I, when I worked at Cheesecake Factory, I worked there for many years. This has been a while, but I used to work there for many years. And they did this uh, shrimp po' boy, but it was like they did it on uh, regular toast almost. It was actually, you know what? It was actually almost like a BLT with the Cajun shrimp okay. and aroma lot sauce on it. Uh, that's the best Ooh, way. To, sounds that, good. That's the best way to describe it. So it was like you have your components for your BLT, and then they did this really nice remoulade, homemade, and uh, the Cajun shrimp, and it was yeah, making me hungry, Gerald. One of my favorites, man. Uh, let's see, my number eight. We uh, we didn't talk about it, was uh, a meatball sub. I love a good meatball sub. Now they're messy. All right, you're gonna get marinara so, sauce I, all over the place. Go I ahead. I like those too, but I sort of kept it off with my whole hot dog argument. I'm like, I better just keep all buns <laughs> off so there's no. 
that's fair. That's fair. I see what you're doing over there. That's fair. Uh, what was that? What was that? My eight, right? That was my eight. Yeah. Eight, okay. Yep. Yeah. So my number nine, uh, again, might surprise people. I don't think this got any mentions online, despite all the weird shit they did mention. Nobody mentioned an egg salad sandwich. But I, I love, I don't know, again, I don't really know why I like it, okay? I, I shouldn't fucking like it if you think of the concept of an egg salad sandwich. But, uh, again, my mother, uh, she used to make deviled eggs all the time. She used to make different variations of egg salad all the time. So, I just, I guess I just kind of grew up knowing that I was going to have to eat those if I want to survive. Because she was making yeah, them, you know, that, making so many different variations. That's one of those generational things, man. Yeah, but I love it. It's never going to die. I love a good egg salad sandwich. And my, my mother, we talked about on the Holiday Foods episode too, but she just did a lot of cool things with eggs. You know, we always had eggs. and uh, kind of bread you putting that on? Well, you know, I, different ones, but I like the classic, just white toast. It's white toast. Okay. Yeah, I like them on uh, English muffin. Yeah, that's good too. That's good too for sure. Absolutely. I mean, you really can't go wrong if you if the egg salad's right, you really can't go wrong. But what I was gonna say is we talked right. on the holiday foods episode how she would do deviled eggs, and she does that every Thanksgiving where she brings a different kind of like recipe for the filling for the deviled eggs. And uh, she just got really experimental with egg salad and deviled eggs as I was growing up. And you know, some were home runs, and some were kind of like, hey, what the hell is this? Um, but at the end of the day, it was just really cool to have all these different variations of kind of a basic food kind of brought to life, you know. And then, right. uh, and then in that uh, same kind of respect is is a good chicken salad sandwich. Now you mentioned tuna salad. Um, I guess you're leaning more on the tuna salad versus chicken salad, huh? I like them both equally, but okay. I just wanted some variety in my list. So I picked tuna. Okay, cool, man. Yeah, I I don't know. I, mean, I don't dislike tuna. Um, I guess I don't know. I guess I would prefer chicken salad i like chicken salad it's a little bit sweeter too if it's got the um of course mayonnaise base because you know i'm me right but uh the right. man the mayonnaise chicken salad but you put a little you know like uh apples in there cranberry celery like i like the sweet chicken salad you know almost like dessert right. almost um so that'd well, be my- i prefer uh chicken salad on crackers instead of bread though. yeah i could do that too i could do that too did you just call me a cracker matt <laughs> you are so am i that's a big deal that's all right we're all crackers over here uh, all right, man. So let's, uh, I'll tell you what, brother, why don't we wrap up the episode like we always do? And let's, uh, let's open up the old suggestion box over there and see what the fans had to say. Now, Matt, I got to thank you for reminding me about, I don't know, three or four hours ago. Cause I'm like, Oh shit, you're right. I didn't do this now. Uh, with my job during COVID and with my kids being literally fucking psychotic, missing the straight jackets, uh, I just don't have a lot of time to, you know, I just forget stuff all the time, you know? And um, I didn't do the it's suggestion. Not, that's not your kids, Gerald. It's <laughs> that's, not your kids. That's that's a, you're just getting old and the dementia's creeping in. It's absolutely. You're probably onto <laughs> something there. But I just didn't think about it until you messaged me. And I'm like, oh, my God. But we did get quite a few shout-outs. And some of them are pretty fucking weird. So let's go through them here and uh, see what you think. So I mentioned my buddy Lauren uh, earlier, actually, an actual friend of mine who's been on the show a couple times. But she said she'll do pretty much anything with peanut butter. And she said her personal specialty it's peanut butter, banana, and raspberries. How do you feel about Sounds that? Sounds good. Yeah. That, does it? <laughs> yeah. Well, if you, th- if you think about it, I mean, raspberries, you just crush them up. It's raspberry jelly. Yes. Well, yeah. There you go. There you go. So now you just help me because now – so basically what she's saying there is almost like a peanut butter and jelly with banana on it, which I'm, what I, can get yeah. down, I can get down with that. I'm not a big I'm raspberry fan. I'm wondering what else she wants to do with peanut butter. Yeah, she said anything. She said she'd do anything. Butter. Anything with peanut butter. I don't know. I mean – well, <laughs> I don't know. Lawrence. Should be more than sandwiches. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Chris Andy shared a 
But what the hell is Christianity doing here? This kid is intense. Oh, he says he he'll do think, he'll do a chicken sandwich. So uh, a chicken yeah. sandwich. I, I, that's the, that's a good one. Yeah, sure. But I think Chris was just trying to take my role of being the disruptor of your lists. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But I was able to finally open the GIF and read it, Christianity. So thank you very much. Uh, Perry, a recent guest on the show, says an NYC style pastrami and corned beef with melted Swiss. That's, you, that's, I think uh, I just had a heart attack yeah. hearing that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jared Taylor, patron Sounds and good. friend of the show, says pastrami on rye with mayo and Swiss. I don't like you. That's another good one. You mentioned rye bread. I, I, why? I don't really. I don't know. I don't really like rye bread. But I, I don't know if I'd say I don't like it. I guess I just don't. I just never have it. I guess. I don't know. But you're you're in. It's into, good. It's yeah. It's just one of those things I've always had, so I'm used to, but. It's definitely one of those I will seek out at, at a good bakery. I don't try uh, to get it go. at like right. a yeah. grocery store. Yeah, there you go. That's what, I guess that's kind of what I'm saying is I feel like rye is a little like less accessible to like the general audience. Like I feel like you have to really know what you're doing and go to a bakery and like, you know, seek it out. Right. Uh, Julio from the Contrarians. This kid, I tell you, I gotta, we got to fucking get him some help over there. He says pineapple and mayonnaise sandwich. He's what, either a genius or he's crazy. I'm what, not sure which one yet. What do you think? And Lauren Scott says, uh, please tell me this is fake. And uh, John says, don't knock it until you try it. But make sure your pineapple slices are not too thick. So I don't, You got a pineapple over there? We can try it, Gerald. I was going to say, I don't think I have any pineapples in the house. But, I mean, I love, I mean, I've already told you that I love mayonnaise on pretty much everything I sandwich-wise that I eat. So I'd probably. Eat it out the jar, I know. I probably would try this, but. I don't know. All right, we'll see. Uh, I'll try too. Uh, our buddy Justin, he's, uh, we mentioned him before. He says a New York-style Italian sub. Uh, I have to agree with him Good on one. that. Oh, uh, our, our buddy Dan uh, from Netflix and Swill says uh, Permani Brothers, the pastrami with egg, coleslaw, fries, and tomato on French bread. So I mentioned their Philly cheesesteak, which I really love, but I never had the one Dan's referring to there. Uh, but that's That good. sounds good. Sounds delicious. Uh, so here's another. I like a good uh, coleslaw on my sandwiches too. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. The, the coleslaw has got to be. I don't know if it's too runny. I don't like it. You know, it's got to be kind of. Yeah, it's like, got to be good and crispy. Yeah, there you go. So Brad from the Cinema Guys, patron of the show, friend of the show, says, "Is another weird one, man. It sounded it sounded good, then he started kind of trailing. He, he lost me about halfway through here. But he says, he says a peanut butter and bacon sandwich." Uh, which, okay. which I'm going, you know, when he said that, I'm going, okay, Brad, it's kind of, I'm kind of into this, but then he says you have to dip it in orange juice when you eat it. Uh, why did you read that? You just ruined our night. And he says, before you say, Ooh, make sure your bread is toasted. So I don't know. I mean, another one that I probably would try, but I don't know mm-hmm. about, I don't, I don't know about the OJ thing though, but I would probably try keep, peanut. Keep the OJ, keep the OJ far away from me with that one. <laughs> Oh, man. If the glove don't fit, you must have quit, brother. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but, I mean, I would probably do a peanut butter and bacon sandwich, though. I'd probably do that. Yeah, peanut butter and bacon sounds really good. Uh, let's see what else we got here, man. Let's see if there's any that I haven't been mentioned yet. Our buddy Travis Crawford says – oh, he didn't want to pick one, so he listed several here. But he says a Cubano, a Monte Cristo, a Patty Melt, a Reuben. There you go. Uh, grilled there ham and Swiss. And then he said, or you know what? I could just stack a shitload of corned beef on top of some rye bread with mustard. <laughs> so it's not really That works too. Yeah, it's not really a sandwich, but sure. Uh, Michael Give Hill. Me a big old pickle on the side of that one. <laughs> yeah. Michael Hill, I mentioned him before. He's got a good list here. He says a steak and cheese, which is uh, my Philly cheesesteak, 
uh, buffalo okay. chicken, a Cuban, a peanut and almond butter and jelly. So an interesting twist there. As opposed to Sounds just, interesting. I'll try it. Yeah, I would too. And then he said a chicken club sandwich. You know, the chicken club I didn't put, it was on my initial list when I was jotting down notes earlier today. And I didn't include it because uh, that's another one, kind of like the Philly steak, that's just so easy to, to mess up. Like, because there's so many layers of bread in it and it could be so dry, I feel like. So when I used to get club yeah. sandwiches, like at restaurants and stuff, like there was this triple decker club. Uh, actually, when I was talking to you, when I was, used to work at Cheesecake Factory, they used to get sometimes as like my employee meal. And I would have to get like literally a bowl of honey mustard to like dip the fucking sandwich in the honey mustard before I took a bite just because it was always so dry. So I don't know. Club sandwiches can, can be weird, you know? People need to learn how to make their sandwiches, not make them dry. Yeah, they just need to listen to, to Matt over there. Uh, let's see. I'll do a couple more here. Uh, Becca, friend and patron of the show, says a Reuben, so I know you'll like that one. Yeah. Patrick Sherwood, patron and friend of the show, says meatball sub with cheese. There you go. He's got my back on that one. I feel That's like, a good one. I feel like that was maybe my seven or eight, so good call there. And then, let's see, last couple I'll mention here. Another fan and patron of the show, Dan Roski, says egg salad on pumpernickel. What do you think about pumpernickel bread? That's a that's a twisted shout out there. We didn't really talk about. I love pumpernickel. Yeah, but that is really dense. What's uh What's the difference between that and rye? What's pumpernickel and rye bread? Is, is pumpernickel the one with like the seeds in it? I don't. Know Both the- of them have seeds. Pumpernickel is the one. It, the flour is different, and it is. Um, is it like a sweet? Dark in color. Okay. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Heavy. I know what you're talking about now. Okay. So it's like the it's like the dark part of the rye bread, basically. Yeah. I, I got you. Okay. Uh, that's another bread that I just don't see very often. I guess that's a bakery choice, pretty much. That's a bakery choice. And then but you got to know what you're doing with that because that's so dense. It's going to be like really like sawing through it to eat. Yeah, sure. Well, I'm sure Dan Roski knows what he's doing. He's a patron of the show. If he if he's a patron of Gerald's, he must know what he's doing over there. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Either that or he's in the crazy house with the rest of us. <laughs> That's right. Either that or he's fucking lost his mind. Uh, no, nah, thank you, Dan. <laughs> thank you, Dan. Appreciate the shout out there. Good and night. then uh, the last one I will mention is uh, my buddy Chris Green, who I just did an episode with, which was uh, a lot of fun. He says a grilled cheese made with butter and Parmesan on the outside and a thin slice Ooh. of ham on the inside. And then you dip it in tomato soup with uh, real croutons or crackers crumbled into it. Well, I guess we know where we're going after this wow. recording. Yeah, now that's a so that's kind of like a yeah, that's kind of like a grilled cheese and tomato, but with a twist there a little bit because you got the soup and you got the parmesan on the outside. Okay, all right, yeah, Chris Green, I'm you, sold on that one. Yeah, you got my attention, Chris Green. Okay, you did it again, buddy. Uh, all right, man. So uh, there you go. Now, Matt, look, we were uh, talking uh, off air before we started recording, and you mentioned that this is uh, we're popping the old podcast cherry for you over there, man. So yes, I, sir. I don't have my own show. I know you don't. And I guess have you I was gonna to talk to you about this, but I guess you've never guessed it on a show before. Never guessed it on a show. Um this okay. is the first one. Well it opens the doors, who knows? Yeah, man, it's an honor, brother. I mean, I know we're you know sitting here talking about sandwiches or whatever, but uh you know, you and I have gotten close on social media over the last couple of years and it's fun to kind of dig at each other and, you know, share stupid gifts or whatever, but uh, it's always just so special to me when I get to, you know, quote unquote meet, cause obviously we're not in person right now, uh, but get to meet, you know, fans of the show and listeners of the show and people that have supported me. So, you know, you're a patron of the show now, which is great. Uh, but even before that, just the fact that I knew you listened and shared, I mean, you've got the, uh, podcast Hitman moniker over there. So 
we know you're doing the podcast. Yeah. You are, are an avid podcast listener. So uh, do you want to tell us listener supporter? Hell yeah, dude. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to people and I'll try to give them advice if I think I can give them some, but hell yeah, dude. Uh, and you, uh, how did you find, you found us through the wrestling show we did, right? When we did our wrestling top five, is that how you initially got on? No, board? no, 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 no. I found you guys through, um, Facebook, a Facebook group oh, okay. that was promoting podcasts. Oh, okay. I got you. Was it back when Andy and I were doing it, right? Yeah. Andy was still there doing the top fives. Yeah. Okay. Cause I know that you're a big wrestling fan, or at least I think you are, right? I'm not wrong. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just a bit. Yeah. I thought you were. And, um, we, it, maybe it's just coincidence then that I always connected the two, but, uh, me and a buddy of mine, Dan from, you probably know from Netflix and Spill or know of him, but we, um, him, yeah. we did our top five pro wrestlers a couple of years ago. And I want to say, you know, you started hitting me up pretty regularly like that week. So I guess I just always connected the two that, oh, he must have found us because he's a wrestling fan or whatever. But but no matter how it happened, I'm glad it happened, brother. And I appreciate you coming on tonight. Do you want to tell anybody where to find you on social media or follow you or whatever? Yeah, uh, I'm on Twitter at podcast underscore hitman. That's him. And if you have a podcast and you're listening to this, then uh, follow Matt over there. Because if he does anything, he listens to fucking podcasts and eats sandwiches. Am I right, Matt? that's about it (laughs) that's basically his life guys so get on board over there uh matt i appreciate it man and thanks so much for supporting me over on patreon as well and uh this episode will actually be on patreon uh in the very very near future so you'll get to listen back to it but uh it it means a lot man i really appreciate you being here and i will be talking to you about hot dogs or something to piss you off here in the very near future okay we'll have to do it again soon gerald (laughs) all right man take care brother Y'all to see my baby at the hot dog stand But in the cool of even when the sun goes down All the chicks and the cats all are gathering around Down the hot dogs and red soda pop And head down the road to a hip cat hop Hot dog, she's my baby Hot dog, drives me crazy Hot dog, don't mean maybe Well, y'all to see my baby at the hot dog stand Thank you for listening. Two Peas is an independent podcast. We rely on donations from our executive producers in order to release new content weekly. Please check the show notes for a current list of all of our executive producers. If you would like to join them to help us continue to release great content, please visit Two Peas on a Pod at patreon.com or check out the show notes for this episode. Again, we sincerely thank you for listening.